You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. Today, we have another interview with my good friend, Kiana Nicole. I have been wanting to have my friend on the podcast for so long, and I just didn't know when it was going to happen, but now we are here. So, Kiana, please introduce yourself to the people. Hi, guys. My name is Kiana Nicole. I am the owner of Black Save Vegan. I'm also the owner of ThrivingNicole.com. So I would love for you guys to check me out. Um, I just love to basically write and to blog for the Lord. Anything that the Lord shares for me, especially for his daughters, I love to share it. And so you guys can check me out there. Yes, y'all. This is my faith friend, okay? This is the friend I call up when I need an increase in my faith. This is the friend who was just filled with so much just joy and just it really helps me to trust the Lord because I know sometimes the Lord be putting us in positions that we'd be like, God, what is going on? <laughs> this is my friend that I call um, for that. And so today we're going to be talking about trusting God with your finances. Um, Kiana has an amazing testimony that's going to be very encouraging for no matter what season you are in your life, you know, like God can test your finances at any point. Um, and so we're going to be sharing that testimony today. If you haven't already checked out the interview we posted last week with Destiny, definitely go ahead and check that out as well. Very, very powerful testimony. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. We're prayed up. We're ready to go. Right. Walk us through kind of like the beginning of the journey where your finances were tested with God. Let's jump right in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so I would say the beginning of last year is when I started to feel the testing when it comes to my finances. Um, so for, like I said in the beginning, I own a business. I own Black Say Vegan. And the Lord gave me this business back during the pandemic. And I really felt like the Lord was like, you know, I want you to go into entrepreneurship. And I'm like, okay, Lord, sure. You know, whatever you want to do, I want to do. <laughs> so I created my business during the pandemic and I didn't feel the push to like have a nine to five while working on my business. And so I worked on my, my business, you know, primarily. Um, and so I want to say it was March of 2022, the Lord was like, okay, I want you to put your business to the side. And I'm like, okay, I can do that, you know, for a week. That's cool. You know, a week or two. Yeah, I'll take a little break. You know, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> and a week turned into two. And then two weeks turned into two months and two months turned into six. And when I say that was the hardest time, honestly, to continue to trust the Lord in the middle of like needing provision, you know? And one of the things that the Lord walked me through was, Kiana, I want you to see me as your father and not necessarily just as a provider, but as your father first. And that was one of the hardest things for me to just walk through because 
you know, I didn't have a great relationship with my biological father. So I didn't know what it meant to have God as my father, you know. And so um, (laughs) the Lord walked me through so kindly, so kind. He walked me through seeing him as a father. What does it mean to have a father, you know? And so (laughs) I started to just see the Lord, his kindness, his love for me, the way that he considered me, the way that he wanted to see, wanted me to see myself as a daughter and to be provided for. And one of the things that I've learned with working with children is that children are audacious. (laughs) They ask for what they need and they're expected to have it provided for them, you know? And so, um, the Lord, he started teaching me to like ask for what I needed and to expect that it would be provided. And so that turned to, that turned from, well, Lord, God, I really need help paying my light bill. Lord, I really need provision, like to get groceries this week. And that turned from, from me having those like small prayers. If you think about it, it's not that big to asking God, I need you to pay my rent. <laughs> Lord, I really want a California King bed and I want it for free. And the Lord providing those things for me. And it wasn't like a like going to God in this like attitude type of way, but it was just more so like, no, it is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. And if he said that he will do it, he will. And I can trust the Lord in that, you know? And so one of the first things that the Lord walked me through was seeing him as my father and then seeing him as like my husband. (laughs) And that's the role of a husband as well. He's the provider of my household. And so if he is the provider, then when it comes to the bills, when it comes to the um, everyday things that like this house needs, he's going to provide it because he's my husband. You know, and um, I remember last year I shared on TikTok, like seeing God as a husband and so many women in the comments were like, that's weird. Like, why do you see God as like as your husband? But that is our that's our duty. Why do you think that he calls us his bride is because he's our bridegroom, you know, and if you want to just like be completely like technical, you know, of course, he's coming for coming back for his bride. But. No, I'm his bride individually as well, you know? And so if I'm his bride, he's my bridegroom. That means he's going to take care of me, you know? And I don't have to question that I'm going to be provided for. And so <laughs> those are one of the first things like that the Lord walked me through. And it wasn't easy, of course. You know, Kyla, you know? Um, but it was rewarding. It was rewarding seeing the Lord come through from me each time and being able to share with my friends. Absolutely. So I love that you brought up about the difference between, you know, him being a provider and a father, because you look at him often we go to God, you know, I need this, I need that. But if you're going to him as a father, again, that expectation piece, like you said, is like, oh, he, when I ask, he's going to provide. So you mentioned that it was not easy, right? Like what were some of those moments, especially when it comes to God's timing in his provision? Like how did you work through those moments where it wasn't easy? And what did that look like? I found that a lot of times when I was waiting on the Lord, the Lord was waiting on me also. (laughs) Because um, 
I think a lot of times we get stuck in the like the timing that we're not focused on the daily bread, like what he wants to give us moment to moment. And just even that like push and pull that you go through with the Lord, like waiting on him and like, okay, let me like, let me submit myself unto the Lord God. Like, what do you have for me today? And, um, one of the things that I just really had to walk through was sitting with the Lord day to day because there was something that he wanted me wanted to provide for me for that day. But I was so focused on what next week is needing, you know, or what next month is needing or the bills that are coming up or, um, you know, the things that we go through. And it's, it's real. It is real out here, <laughs> you know, but there's always an invitation that the Lord has for us. And so that's one of the things that I had to learn was like, God, what is it that you have for me in this exact moment? And I will find solace knowing that the Lord will show me something in this, like in this moment, what I needed for today, what he wanted me to learn today. And that gave me peace in my heart knowing that, okay, God, you had this for me today. What more do you have for me tomorrow? And so saying that to say, I really just feel like, it's just that submitting unto the Lord that makes it easier. Like when he says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light, like he means that. And so if you're finding yourself carrying an, a heavy burden, like in this exact moment, Lord, I give you this burden. What do you have for me today? How can I submit myself unto you, Lord? What do you want me to see in this exact moment? I want to see what you see. And literally, I would find that the burden that I was going through would be lifted, you know? Yeah. That's good. That's good. I love the the practicality and that and the revelation. Did you ever have some, you talked about like the invitation to accept what it is that God has for you that day. Did you ever have a moment where you didn't want to accept that invitation, where you were angry with God about even being in the position? Of course. Yes. <laughs> if I, I do that. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I like, I love about the Lord is he doesn't mind hearing how we feel. He can accept how we feel, but it's just coming to the Lord with how you feel. You know, um, I remember one time I told the Lord, I said, God, I'm mad at you right now. Like, I just want you to know I'm upset, you know, and the Lord was like, I know, you know, talk to me, like, tell me why you're upset. Whereas I've dealt with like with my earthly parents sometimes like I wasn't there was there wasn't a freedom to come to my parents and say, I'm really upset right now, you know, and I just feel like I need space like, <laughs> you know, but with the Lord, he was so kind and so gentle with me. And that made me want to keep coming to him with how I feel, you know, but to give like examples of, you know, the times where I, I have been very frustrated is like, you know, waiting for a husband, you know, and that's a really real thing that a lot of single women go through like that. Okay, Lord, time's a ticking, you know, what's going on? Can I get an ETA? Can I get just, you know, just something, you know what I mean? And um, a lot of times people will tell you like, oh, you just need to be content, just be content in the Lord. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> of course I know to be content. But also, like, it is a real thing to, like, 
find yourself becoming impatient or find yourself becoming frustrated, especially if you see people around you that are, you know, getting married left and right. Like it's hard to just keep your eyes on the one thing, you know? And um, so that like, that's just an example of like something I've been like frustrated with in the past with the Lord and just needing the Lord to walk me through it. Um, And speaking of like the one thing, Mary, that's, that scripture with Mary (laughs) where her eyes were just fixed on the one thing. And that was Jesus, you know, and she laid at his feet and she was just, her eyes were fixed. And like, that's one of the things that like has helped me in the times where I felt very impatient or just really frustrated. It's just like, let me fix my gaze on you, Lord. Because when I'm, when my eyes are on you, nothing else really matters that much, you know, because you are the one thing, you know. Um, And also a lot of times the enemy likes to come in and place a lie in our hearts to make us believe that, you know, God is not good or God will not come through. You know, he, he wants us to like step in unbelief, you know. And so um, a lot of times I've had to sit with myself and say, OK, Kiana, what, what is the lie that we're believing right now? And it always stems back to some form of unbelief that the enemy has tried to place in my heart, you know. And so even in those times where it's been frustrating and it has been hard and like, you know, God knows that those like waiting on him is not easy. He knows that. But we can find solace knowing that we're waiting with him. He's waiting with us. He's not on the other end waiting for us to come to this destination. He's in the process with us, you know, because he's a loving father. (laughs) That's so good. And even as you continue to remind yourself, like he's a loving father. I remember one time we were on the phone, we were just talking about like the character of God. Like we don't have to stop asking or praying about a situation because it's in God's nature, you know, to, to provide, like, it's not just something that he does, but it's, it's who he is. And I think that that has been a, a huge shift that we talked about that has really even helped me in my journey of waiting. So to circle back a little bit, let's talk about this process of surrendering this business, right? This is a business that God gave you and then asked you to lay aside, which is a pattern that we see biblically, even, you know, where people are praying for something. We have, you know, Abraham with Isaac. We have the woman, was it the, I can't remember if it was the Shunanite woman, but it was the woman who was preparing a household for Elijah on her roof. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Red Lab. With her? Right. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> it was a, there's a story, and I think it's in Kings, where there's a woman who saw that Elijah was a godly man, and so she said, "Oh, let me make a room for you on my roof." And then you know the Elijah's like, "Thank you so much. You know what can I do for you?" And she's like, "Nah, I'm good." And then you know she he sends Gehazi back, which is his servant, and basically they say, you know, the woman doesn't have a son. And so Elijah prophesies to her that she's gonna have a son, and she's like, "Oh no, no, Lord, don't get my hopes up." Mm-hmm. Like, don't get my hopes up, right? I forgot where I was going for this. But to circle back, let's talk about that. She gets the son, right? She she bears the son and then the son falls ill. And so she brings him back and she's like, listen, you promised me this son. I didn't even ask you for this because I let this go a long time ago. So basically the Lord gave her something and then asked her to surrender. So bringing it back to you, like, what was that process like? Like, what was your mindset like in this time? And how did you resist that kind of, 
urge, because this is entrepreneurship. This is how you were providing, you know, God was providing for you at the time, correct? Right. But how did you work through that? Yeah. Um, so I would say in the beginning, <laughs> so, you know, in your walk with the Lord, like, you know, you're going to have your seasons of rest, you know, you become more acclimated with that. Like, okay, God, I feel you calling me to rest, you know? And so when the Lord asked me to surrender my business first, he was like, Kiana, I want to take you for a season of rest. I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know what that looks like in this season. Cause I have a business, but okay. You know, as long as I get to keep my business cool, you know, but then the Lord was like, I want you to put your business to the side. And so I'm like, okay, all right. You know, we can do this for a couple of weeks. I'm cool with that. You know, as long as we get back to it, you know, have be on a time crunch, Lord, like, <laughs> you know? And so um, after a couple of weeks, I don't hear anything from the Lord, but just to like trust him. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, all right. And the Lord actually convicted me. He's like, Kiana, it's hard for you to focus on me and you still have your website up. I need to take your website down. And I'm like, okay, Lord, because at that point I'm still getting orders, you know, and I'm still like looking and I'm like, well, God, I can just ship out stuff like every once in a while, you know, it's no biggie. But the Lord was like, like, I want your focus to be on me, you know? And so I had to completely surrender, like be obedient and let my business go, you know? And knowing that the Lord, he had a plan. He has a plan for my business. And so if he, if he has this plan, he's going to see it through. Right. And so I completely surrendered my business and I just let it go. And I was like, okay, Lord, what do you have for me in this season? And believe it or not, the Lord was like, Kiana, I want to heal your heart. And I'm like, What's like, what does that have to do with anything? I was upset. I'm not going to lie to you. I was very upset with the Lord. I was like, heal my heart for what? Like, <laughs> But the Lord cares so much about me that he was like, I want to like, I want you to know this is me and you, Tom. Like, I'm here for you. Like, I want to nurture your heart. Like, I want you to see me. Like, I want to, I want you to see me the way that I see you. Like, I'm in love with you. Right. And every single day, the Lord has something new for me to see. Like there would be times the Lord was like, I want you to go to the lake today. I will go to the lake and the Lord would have this beautiful word for me. Like it would be like every single day there was something new. There was a new invitation for me to walk through. And it was one of the most like beautiful seasons I've had in my life thus far. But if I wouldn't have surrendered my business, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to see that you know, or to see the Lord in that season, you know? And so, um, yeah, like looking back, that's a season, like sometimes I actually get a little jealous. I'm like, dang, I wouldn't mind going back to that because it was so rewarding. I know, I know that sounds crazy, but there was so much that the Lord showed me about myself. There was so much healing that he took me through. Um, I actually, my biological father reached out to me and apologized to me for the things that I went through as a child. Randomly, <laughs> I never asked him to apologize. Like I never um, reached out to him to like get him to see things that nothing. He randomly called me one day and was like, Kiana, 
I want to apologize to you for the hurt I put you through. And the Lord did all of that in that in that healing season for me, just because he loved me. And so, man, like, if there's anything I can leave you with, trust the Lord. Trust the Lord, because there's more than he can do for you as you rest than you could ever do for yourself. Yeah, I don't even remember what the question was. No, that was so good. I think somebody really needed to hear that because a lot of times when we go and God says rest, it sounds so cute because you're like, oh, you know, I could use some rest. And so when you talked about a little bit earlier about keeping your eyes focused on what the Lord was doing in the present moment, if you hadn't have done that, you would have missed those moments of healing. And I think that's what a lot of people do when they go through that season. They're like, in survival mode, right? You're like, I got to pay the bills. This is doing sometimes even like the people around you can create an atmosphere of pressure where you are trying to trust God and receive. And I want to talk about something that just came out. I want to talk about, did you ever deal with feeling like, because when God is in your season of rest, he's telling you shut down your business every day is not as packed as it usually is, right? So you have an adjustment to your routine. How did you did you ever feel like you were being unproductive during those days because it wasn't like you were working? I know that's something a lot of people deal with. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, I had the, the mindset of like, taking a nap means you're lazy. Like, <laughs> you don't take a nap in the middle of the day. No, that's a no-no. Like, you have to, you need to work. Like you need to get up early. You need to set your routine. You need to make sure you're working out. You need to make sure, you know, you're um, super productive the whole entire day. And then you get off and then, you know, like that was my mindset at the time. And so it will be times where the Lord's like, take a nap. What, Lord? No, like I'm not going to take a nap for what? <laughs> like it is the middle of the day. And like when I say I didn't even grow up taking naps, like we just did not do that because it was seen as lazy, you know. And so the Lord really had to undo that mindset. And I mean, man, and that's also like something I always pray is like, Lord, renew my mind, like help me to believe the thoughts that you want me to believe. Because, I mean, a lot of the things that we grow up knowing is not the way that the Lord wants us to know things, you know. And so, um, yeah, definitely, like, I grew up having this mindset of what being productive is like, and that's just so not the Lord, you know? Um, Like, it's like the kingdom of heaven is the polar opposite of what it's like down here on earth. (laughs) Well, like, napping in the Lord, resting in the Lord is productivity, you know? Like, (laughs) it can be a day where you're just like, your eyes are just fixed on him. You're praying and you're like singing and you're doing more in the spiritual realm than you could ever do in the natural, you know? And so, yeah, the Lord definitely had to like undo a certain mindset, especially because that's like our generation. That's what we've always known to do. That's what we see on social media. And even when you get on social media, you see everyone set your 6 a.m. routine. Like, you know, we got to be in a hot girl somewhere. We got to do this. We got to do that. And it's like, no. Rest, fix like fix your gaze on the lover of your soul, and he will do more for you than you can ever, literally, ever do for yourself. 
Absolutely. Rest is productive. Worship is productive. I don't care if your quiet time takes all day. Just like Kiana said, it is more productive than you trying to make things happen on your own. And I think that that's it's a hard thing when you're a planner and you want to know what's going on. And you're like, you you know, God is pulling all the things out of your control. And you're just like, what are you doing? But it, it's for a reason. And just like you said, God is always working behind the scenes. So let's talk about this testimony. Let's talk about this breakthrough, right? So in the midst of this financial testing, the Lord told you that you were going to be moving. Yeah. <laughs> the people, because the people yeah. that God be doing some wild things in times where you're like, what? Girl, it don't make no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Please walk us through it. Oh, the Lord. Okay. So, the Lord. So, um, the beginning of this year, I so I lived with my mom for the past two years. Um, my like stepfather, he passed away back in 2020, and I moved in with my mom just to be with her and just like you know, like help her during that time. And we have we were stuck like glue. (laughs) Me and my mom are extremely close. We love each other so much. Um, And so after the pandemic, the the agreement always was that I would move out when I got married. It just made more sense, you know, especially in this economy where swimming in a recession, (laughs) I can just feel it. (laughs) And so, you know, living with my mom was just like the best option. You know, my mom, um, she had a beautiful house and she allowed me to work on my business, you know, and I, I mean, I had it great. Right. And so um, the beginning of this year, I was in the shower one day and I heard the Lord say, it's time for you to move out. And I knew it was the Lord. I knew it because me and my mom, again, we're so close. You know, it wasn't like a situation where like we we're bumping heads or anything. Like we're comfortable around each other. Right. And so hearing that, I was like, OK, Lord, I know that's you. Right. And so I sat my mom down <laughs> and I told her, you know, I said, Mom, I feel like the Lord is telling me it's time for me to move out. And I'm like, like, I want you to pray about it, you know, just seek the Lord and see what he says. And my mom was upset. She was not having it. She was like, no, like, she was like, do you not like living here? Like, (laughs) is there something I can do? And I was like, nope, I love you so much, but the Lord is asking me to move. Okay. And so basically a month later, I was in my apartment, (laughs) literally a month later. And just the way that the Lord laid everything out for me, it was like, it was, I didn't even have to touch anything really. The Lord literally mapped everything out. Everything went according to his will. And so basically I was, I started looking for a place and I was like, Lord, you know, what I once paid for an apartment, not the price of apartments now, you know, like here in Dallas, one drums are very, very expensive. Okay. And so um, I said, Lord, like, what what are we going to do in this? Because I don't want to live in a hole in the wall. I don't want to live, you know, I'm from the hood. I don't want to live in the hood anymore, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, God, like, I need, I need your help. And the Lord was like, Kiana, you're not going to have to settle for your apartment. I said, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Run it back for the people. What do you say? You say you're not going to have to settle for your apartment. You're not going to have to settle. And I heard that so clearly in my spirit. And I was like, okay, Lord, I trust you. And so literally a month later, <laughs> I still like get chills thinking about it. <laughs> a month later, I had my best friend come and view the apartment that I live in now. Okay. And she came to view it and she's like recording. She asked the leasing um, office, could she look at a two bedroom, two bath? And so she comes to this apartment and she tours it for me. And um, she comes back and she's like, Kiana, I think this is your apartment. I think this is yours. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, okay, cool. You know? And so I went in to look at a two bedroom and two bath and this one wasn't available anymore. Right. And so they showed me another unit and the unit that they showed me was like, it was nice. It was, it was okay. It just wasn't my style. Okay. It was like, it was just really dark. It was smaller. It was just, I had my mind set on this unit. And so seeing the other unit, I was just like, I'm not wild right now. Like, I mean, it's okay, you know? And so I sat in the car and I was like, well, Lord, you know, I don't want to sound ungrateful because I know you're going to give me a two bedroom. Like, I don't want to sound ungrateful. I'll take it. It's okay. Thank you, Lord. Like, just God, forgive me for being ungrateful, right? And the Lord was like, what did I tell you? You're not going to have to settle, okay? And so um, after I looked at the other bed, I mean, the other unit, they were like, do you want to take this unit or do you want the one facing another um, direction? And I was like, I'll just take the other one. You know, I'm upset because I'm like, well, dang, like, I don't already show my friends this apartment. I just knew this apartment was mine. <laughs> and the day that I moved in, it was this, this exact unit. And like the Lord, he literally just, <laughs> he laid the foundation for me. All I had to do was just trust him that he, like he had a plan for me. Right. And so literally I live, I can't tell you exactly where I live. But I live in a nicer area <laughs> in Dallas. I was, I was like, I was like, wait a second. Let me not do that. Not, let me not disclose that. <laughs> but I live in a really nice neighborhood um, in like a prominent area in Dallas where like, let's say for a one bedroom, like the rent is like $2,600, you know, I don't even pay a fraction of that <laughs> because it was so Lord. And when I say I don't pay a fraction, I don't pay a <laughs> because it was the Lord. Now, if I would have went out on my own strength, it wouldn't have worked out the way that it did. But trust in the Lord, he's always going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ask, we can think or even imagine or even hope for. He exceeds our expectations. If only we would just trust him. And one of the things that the Lord said to me when I moved in was like, Kiana, you're this what I did for you here, that this is this will be your testimony when you get married. You're not gonna have to say, Oh, it's okay, you know, like I God gave me this man, I'll just I'll just take this, it's all right, you know. He was like, What I have for you, your testimony won't be I settled. It's gonna be I gave you exceedingly and abundantly. And the Lord he he's so good at surprising you. Like I literally, this was the day I moved in. I didn't know I was going to get this unit. I had no idea. 
I just happened to unlock the door and there it was, you know? And so it just really blessed me. And so saying that to say, like, whoever you are, daughter, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And that is a promise. And the Lord, he doesn't take his promises lightly. He doesn't lie. So God is truthful and what he said will come to pass, period, point blank. Girl, you better preach. Okay? <laughs> you better preach, friend. Y'all see why I call her my faith friend? Like, listen, my friend has went through the testing and the trials and the endurance and the perfecting of her faith. And I, I'm just so grateful for what God is doing in your life, friend. Thank you for sharing your testimony. And you just have so many testimonies. My goodness, like it can just go on forever. Like, is there anything else that you want to share? No. <laughs> listen, you gave us, I am, I am full. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell us before we close, as better close out in prayer, tell us where, how we can connect with you, um, continue to support your business. Yes. So you can definitely check me out at thrivingnicole.com. Um, beyond just soap. What I have is ministry and it's for daughters and it is to encourage you because I know like life is hard, you know, and I want you to know that you're not going through life by yourself. So if you ever need anyone to pray for you, to contend and be by your side, I am here. Okay. <laughs> um, my Instagram is also Thriving Nicole. So you can check me out on Instagram and also on TikTok as well. And I love to share my faith journey um, because we need it. We need it. We are called to exhort one another. So check me out. <laughs> yes. And I'll put all of um, her links in the description box as well. Friend, if you could just close us out in prayer, we're going to wrap this thing up. Yes, yes, yes. I love to pray. <laughs> All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, God, I just thank you. I thank you for who you are, God. I thank you for the way that you love us, the way that you see us, the way that you sing over us, Father God. Lord, I thank you that you made us for such a time as this as women, Lord. God, I thank you for what you are doing in this time, Lord. Lord, I just pray for your daughter, Father God, whoever is listening to this right now, Father God. I I plead the blood of Jesus over her mind and over her heart, Lord. God, I pray that if there be any like stones in her heart, that you make her heart flesh for you, Father God. Lord, we just cancel any unbelief in the name of Jesus and we lay it at your feet. And Lord, I ask God in the name of Jesus that you, in return, that you will bless her indeed. I pray that she will see her, herself rightly in you, Lord. I pray that she knows that she is loved, that she is nurtured, that she is taken care of, God. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will open her eyes to see herself the way that you see her, Father God. And Lord, um, I thank you that you're a God of miracle signs and wonders, Lord. And I just pray, Father, that... Um, that just as your daughters listen to this, that more and more women will just share their faith journey, Father God, that they will um, just share what you will do in this time, Lord. <laughs> and I just pray, Lord, that you will just have your way, God. I bless Kyla. I bless um, Organize My Thoughts, Lord. I, I just bless this ministry, Lord, that, that the hand of God is over this ministry, Lord. And so I just say, come, Lord Jesus, have your way. This is your space. This belongs to you, Lord. And do what only you can do, Lord. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father, and amen. 
Amen. Thank you so much, Fran, for coming on again. It's been a pleasure having you. Again, don't forget to click the link in the show notes in the description box to follow my friend and get to you um, to get anything Lord God that she offers. And this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I love you guys and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.